any other business. Any other business, business, business. Any other business. One time, two time. Any other business. It's on. Wow, what a start to the podcast. Whoa! Uh, we get dry ice with that, we get lasers. We're working on the stage show, Home Time on Tour 2019, only doing big arenas. In italics, any other business. Any other business, exactly, yeah, yeah any other business. Are the, we the, any, sorry, the Any Other Business Tour. That's what it would be called. Yes, yeah, the Any yeah. Other Business Tour. Any Other Business merch as well, I would have thought. Canvas Hessian bags. T-shirts, glowing wristbands like Coldplay. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Bum bags for you keep your change on a festival. Great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, we start off with some communication from Aaron Jones. Oh, what does uh, Jonesy want? A very good day, gents. Absolutely love the show. Please keep up the fantastic work and banter. Can I stop you there? That's so nice at the start. I feel like he's about to deliver us what is commonly known as a shit sandwich. Something about your any other business intro has been bugging me for weeks, and I've now realised what it is. The intro is the same as Queen's It's a Kind of Magic. Go on, play it and have a listen. It'll never be the same again. Thank you, Aaron Jones, oh. sent from Yahoo Mail on his Android. The smiling assassin. Hey, that's not fair. That's not fair, is it, at all? Do you want to do the Any Other Business intro? I yep. will sing It's a Kind of Magic over the top, and let's see if Aaron Jones is right. By the way, bearing in mind, Aaron, we've just signed off, as we've just said, a £5 million deal to do a live you know, yeah. studio tour of this so let's hope not does he think our legal team wouldn't have been through this kind of thing they would have done their due diligence wouldn't they I'd have thought so right here we go so our one is eh, oh sorry yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. it's any a kind of magic, magic. any other magic any other magic one dream, any one other soul, business, one time. It's on. It's nothing like it. It's nothing like it at all. No, I, I love your Freddie Mercury impression. <laughs> Thank you very much. That is just how he sings. <laughs> Aaron, we've proved you wrong. Wind your neck in, son. Further communication from Jamie Morrish right oh, now. What does Morrish want? He says, Hello, Ricky and Andy. Here are the Japanese snacks. Hope you like at least some of them. Carry on the great work. I'm back off to Japan. Jamie. Has he just popped back to drop them off? (laughs) (laughs) Seems like it, doesn't it? P.S. Talking about name problems, Jamie always ends up as Jamie. Or some other derivative. Actually, I've read it wrong. His name is Jem. There you go. You've almost proved his point. (laughs) Proved his point. Is he written that on just like lined paper with a pen? Yes. It's a bit like a ransom note. <laughs> it is a little. And also but this is just a carrier bag full of strange Japanese food. Oh, Japanese no. Japanese Kit Kats. So, do you want to try the... Oh, uh, go on then. So, these green ones, don't know what these Probably are. Probably miso flavour. Let's have a go. Uh, I would say the success rate of testing Japanese-based food has been quite low so far on this show, hasn't it? <laughs> Very oh, my low. God, it's green. Green Kit Kat. Mint. Could be wasabi. I have a tell you, I've got a clicking jaw. Mm. <laughs> Can you hear my jaw click when I'm eating this one? Oh, yeah. That's my jaw. It's not awful. As is that wasabi Kit Kat. I don't mind it. Don't mind it. All right. Right, next one here. 
We've got a whole bin bag's worth, so it's going to be a longer podcast. I'm trying to find you a matching one so we try it at the same time. What do you reckon that is? Tea? Um, oh, yeah. Roasted tea. It's either tea or soup. It says roasted tea, just under the Japanese. If you'd like to send anything in for us to try, just do it. Uh, it looks, uh, dear podcast listener, white, like a white chocolate Kit Kat, but it's it's roasted tea. So let's uh, give this a go. Three, two, one. Go. Mm. Don't like that. I prefer it more to the other one. It tastes like smoke. <laughs> tastes like smoke. Tastes like smoke. I um, quite like that. I'd finish that one off and I'll put that to one side. Let's say the only reason, right, I'm really... I'm eating any chocolate today. Is that I'm so tired from playing badders badminton yesterday. And my ass hurts. I've got the s- <laughs> such a sore ass. What did your opponent do to you? Well, he made me roll around the floor a lot because he's a lot better than me. And my bum, my, I've never had such a Hello, sore he bum. He put you on the floor the other side of the net. Yep. Really? At one point, he wow. hit me in the face with a shuttlecock. <laughs> the indignity was unbelievable. But I didn't think, and we were talking about this on the show, of course, about. Alternative sports and stuff like that as well. I think a lot of people think uh, badminton is, um, I don't know, mucking about, isn't it, with like mm. frilled cuffs and yeah. having cups of tea. But it's quite brutal. If you're going at it, I mean, if you're you're really hitting the shuttlecock, then yeah, it's going to be a fast-paced game, isn't it? And if you're not what was your good, longest rally? We had a huge rally. We had probably like a an eight or nine hit rally. At any point, did you feel you were in the game? Uh, I got close a couple of times, but I lost every single game that we played. Oh, dear. Every... Se- Do you know what I'm quite bad? I'm like, what's that guy called uh, in the tennis that always loses it and, and, and gets sent off all the time? Uh, Nick Kyrgios. Yeah, I'm him. I'm him, but in badminton. <laughs> really petulant and just keep getting sent off. Let's see if a Sakura and roasted soybean Kit Kat will... I'm worried. I'm not worried about this. <laughs> I don't like the look of this one. A couple more to go, by the way. Soybean. Yeah. Look, I apologise that this, this podcast has mainly been us eating. But I think you'll understand that we need to try to push the art, the art of radio, to the next Plus, level. We've got to do this. Jamie got in touch. It'd be rude not to. Three, two, one, go. What's his name again? Jim. Oh, that is gross. That is horrible. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, hang on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm spit out. That is horrible. Hey, Oh. oh, my God, it's like a, an old lady's perfume. <laughs> OK, choice of two. I can't do any more. <laughs> I can't do any more. Like, oh, my God, it's horrible. That is... Where's uh, my teeth itch? Strawberry. Right, la- everyone, sorry, podcast listeners, last one. You, we'll give you more than this. You're not just going to get us eating Kit Kat from ja- Japan for the whole thing. This is a pink Kit Kat. Oh, my God. Strawberry. Ooh, ooh, it does look nice, doesn't it? Three, two, one, go. <laughs> really good. I really like that. All right. It looks a bit like the old pink wafer biscuit from back in the day. Oh, um, that's no. it. Right, that's all going. Thank um, you, Jamie. Yeah. Bon voyage. Back to Japan. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you saying to him? <laughs> I'm just saying that I didn't really enjoy them. I like a Kit Kat as well, as the man who invented Kit Kat Bites. Whilst we're tidying that up, can we just say, and speak on behalf of Richie here as well, 
We cannot believe how many people have submitted nominations for fish and chip shops for our fish and chip shop tour 2019 with mold and salt. How many have we had in so far? I believe 1,500. Which is unbelievable. Imagine I mean, if we actually did to go and like, actually visit all of them. I wouldn't mind betting that Accrington Stanley, some of their home matches this season, may have had less than that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, to have 1,500 chippies is an amazing thing. So, thank you to everybody who's got involved and nominated their local chip shop. Uh, the flip side of this is that's 1,500 that we now have to go through. So, uh, much as yeah. we say thank you for getting in touch, thanks very much. Because now that's our weekend gone. That's our inbox, isn't it, now? Yeah. Because of you lot. So, like I say, it's bittersweet, really, to be honest with you. So next week on the show, regarding our fish and chip shop tour with Malden Salt, we will be meeting our finalists, the people that we will then actually be on tour eating and meeting the following week. However, what have we been up to today? Well, Bush and I have actually taken a trip to Malden. We have. We've been to Malden, just down the road from me in deepest, darkest Essex. What a lovely place it is. It was beautiful. Uh, to see and visit the people at Malden Salt, who've been sponsoring our fish and chip shop tour. And, and Richie and I were kind of uh, inducted into the world of salt raking, weren't we? They showed us how they made their salt. It was actually, I've got to be honest... A relatively simple process that obviously they have honed down to the nth degree. They've refined it over the years. I yeah. mean, was it Steve, the MD of Molden we met? Fourth generation of Moldenites, I believe. Fourth generation. His granddad was doing yeah. it. His granddad's granddad was doing it. Think of the Bayer tapestry. Steve's great-great-granddad was in there somewhere doing <laughs> salt or whatever. <laughs> Bit of salt in the background. Tell you what I'm going to try over the weekend, though. Make some salt. No, you're not. You suggested this. What are you going to do then? So you're going to... Well, from what I saw, okay, and... Oh, have you witnessed it and you're going to do some industrial espionage and take it back? No, I don't think there's any espionage here. So Steve was very open about it in the video that you'll be able to see on our social channels next week. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, what happens is they pump out the sea, all right? That's a technical term for it, yeah. They pump out the sea up the hill to Malden. Yep. And then... You've got some seawater that is sat in the salt vats. Yep. Correct so far? Yeah. That is then heated up to a high temperature. Now, admittedly, he didn't tell us what temperature that is. He did describe it, though, as a galloping boil. He did. A galloping boil. Now, the front left hob on my cooker is pretty active. Quite pokey. So, if I get my largest saucepan, Mm -hmm. some seawater... Yep. And turn it right up to gas mark seven. I reckon I can heat it up as much as they were. Yep. Then he said they let it sit and go cold for a day. Oh, yeah, they let it kind of cool off a bit so it solidifies. And that was then, they then raked it. Okay. And raked out the salt from the water. And what do you get? Salt. And then what are you going to do with the salt? Where's it going once you've raked it out of there? Gavin egg and chips. Right, Okay. I'm really tempted to phone in and say that there's a crack den in where, and they know that they're <laughs> cooking their own stuff. But it's not, though, is it? It's salt. Oh, well, the police won't know that when they're kicking your door down at 2am. <laughs> <laughs> they will when I throw it in the eye. <laughs> Can I ask you one really quick question, Richard? Far away. Are you wearing bright orange socks right now? What do yes, we think? I am. What colour would you describe that as? I would refer to these socks as a mustard. Is it mustard? It's quite a bright orange. It's been catching my eye. You remind me of... I've I've had friends over the years. There's certain friends of mine that 
are the certain people who wear football socks for normal socks, and I find that quite weird. That's not something I would ever do no. or have ever done. Okay. But what I will do is I always try and make sure that I'm matching. So I'm actually wearing mustard-coloured underpants today as well. And why is that? Why do you have to match? Uh, I think... That is an OCD thing. Is it? Yeah. It's not because you think if you ever got in an accident, you want to make sure that you look good. When that you're being may have been drilled people. into me by my mother. Okay. And that's where the OCD has come from. Do you think matching socks and pants is a thing for men, or is it just a you, a, a richy, isolated incident? I don't think it's a thing for men as a whole. Uh, I don't go round looking at men in their pants and socks. Not anymore, anyway, do you? <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, now, for me, I do try to match up. Really? I, I mean, I'll wear, I'll wear odd socks, don't care at all. Now, if I'm wearing pink pants, I wear pink socks. Right. Home time at absoluteradio.co.uk. My God, does anyone else do this? It's a kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're, we're going to get sued by Queen. We've got to put this behind us. It is not It's a Kind of Magic, not in a million years. So, we'll just do our Any Other bus- uh, Business closing music. Any other business. Time to say goodbye. Any other business. See you later. Any other business. Look into my eyes, not around my eyes. One dream. No, he's doing it again, he's doing it again. Stop it, Freddie. Stop it, Freddie.